The bids are in. The gavel is dropped. Ladies and gentlemen, here at WineBid, we are finally hammered. That's right. This is WineBid's podcast dedicated to all things wine value, wine retail, wine auctions, and just wine. I, of course, am Jeff McGurn here on WineBid's marketing team. With me, as always, is our wine and wine auction expert, Paul Walker. Welcome to the podcast, Paul. This, of course, is our recap episode. We're going to talk about everything that happened in the auction this last week. And so, Paul, let's jump right into, we've got a lot to cover. Let's jump right into what happened this last week. Let's talk about the wines that got a lot of bids. One thing, I mean, this one is a low value wine, but we had a Domaine Claude uh, Raffol uh, Sancerre that had, uh, we had two of them. They had 10 bids, started at 20, went up to 37, almost doubling, or sorry, yeah, 36, actually, almost doubling, hammering at uh, $36. What are your thoughts on that? I mean... Hey, if you had if you had purchased, you know, on release, if you had only purchased like a few thousand cases of those, you'd be rich right now. <laughs> Are you giving unsolicited investment advice on this podcast, Jeff? I'm not giving unsolicited investment advice. I am just <laughs> stating a fact. <laughs> Are you saying that 17 uh, Sancerre is the way? Should we buy all the 17 Sancerre we can find? You said that. You said that. All I'm saying is this. The 17th there started at $20 and went to $37. And now my dog is in the podcast. In the podcast. It's okay. It's good to have dogs in. They they drink wine also. <laughs> I actually did buy some wine for my dog once. There's this company at, I think it's out of, I can't remember where they're out of, but they make a, a wine for dogs and they have a Malbark and a Cat Bernay Sauvignon. Oh, no. I can see that coming. <laughs> yeah, no, I think Chloe is like, this is like serious on Sarah. Well, just look at the bottle. It's got a fancy label. It's got a wax top. You know, it's got a vintage tag. No, I mean, I'm being kind of silly, but I, you know, this is a well-known small producer. And I think it was frankly a deal at auction. And so it got bid up accordingly because I think, you know, you'd pay more than 20 bucks retail for it. So something, yeah, something closer to 40 bucks makes a lot of sense. Good one. What about the 2018 Domaine uh, de Roche, Chavry Chambartin, Laveau Saint-Jacques? Yeah, that got been way up. This started at 135. Yeah. Bids took it to 360. 360, yeah. Well, de Roche is no joke. You know, these wines are expensive. And Duroche, excuse me. And yeah, Duroche, please. Sorry. <laughs> There's an accent aigu there. You gotta gotta make sure it's pronounced. Uh anyway, you know, small production, cult following, Burgundian producer that you know we don't see a lot of, nobody sees a lot of. I don't care what you say. And so I think the 18, in fact, is the only vintage we've sold of this wine. So Duroche wines are, you know. Few and far between. What about this 2019 uh, Frederic uh, Mojnin? Yeah, uh, another one. Got almost, no, it did oh, double. Price. It did double. I mean, it started I mean, 107 bits, but $200. 19 Burgundies, right, are just so much more expensive than even just a couple years prior, even like 15, 16, 17s. They're way, 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 way more out the gate and not a lot of wine available, period. So I think also the property value of Le Chamartin's vineyard is probably, you know, more per cluster of, of grapes than this bottle costs. I mean, it's something insane. I heard some insane quote about how much the vineyard 
property is actually worth per hectare. But in any event, this is not expensive for Shamartown, you know, regardless of who's making it. And Frederick Manya, it's like not, you know, it's not first or even maybe second tier, depending on who you talk to. But that, you know, 200 bucks for Shamartown from 2019 from a respectable producer is not terribly expensive. Grand Cru. I mean, we've got a 94 Chateau Simone uh, Palette Rouge. This one, six bids took it from 25 to 83. Yeah, you know, that's like, I think this is just rarity more than anything else. This producer, Chateau Simone, is known for their rosé, and it's it's very good, and it, it will last a long time. It's kind of like Tonkier in that sense. It's it's collectible, and, and the red wine is kind of similar, I want to say, to Tompier Res as well, right? So it, it it's age-worthy, yeah. it's very small production, uh, we don't see a lot of it. I think we haven't sold very many bottles of this. I think the last time the 94 was in auction was in 2009. So it's not something you're gonna you're gonna be able to replace very easily. We had some more of the uh, 2014 De Roche, Javry Chambertin, uh, Le Beau Saint-Jacques. We had three of those that started at 180, hammered at 260 right. uh, after six bids. And then... Yeah, I mean, the 18, 18 is definitely a stronger red vintage, also probably smaller production in smaller yield, I would imagine, just as, as a harvest is concerned. So cheaper for the 14 red than the 18 but still you know nah, i mean that's not crazy that's not crazy for a very small production wine and then we've got uh 2019 jean-pierre guillon uh javry chambertin platier uh platier three of those started at 70 hammered at 110 mm -hmm. right around there yeah uh, another 19 you know another 19 red from a very small producer sought after. Frankly, this didn't seem that expensive to me, just considering what <laughs> what some of the other wines are, are going for. Looks like right underneath that, I see there's a 19 Guillaume Savigny Les Bon Les Pouillets, you know, which to me, I'd probably spend a little bit more money on the Gevray Platier than the, than the Savigny, but hey, it's all no accounting for taste. Let's switch over to some of our big sales. Yeah, I did want to mention a little bit, speaking of a little bit more, well, let's say just sought after and, and micro-production wine. There was another Pernam Vergeles, or excuse me, we didn't talk about Pernam, we talked about Savigny, but Pernam Vergeles from Les Array, very small production stuff. There was quite a bit of it actually in last week. And the 19... Uh, Fisho sold for what three twenty. It started at two twenty five, so almost a hundred dollars in bids on a single bottle. There, that was quite impressive. There was actually a pretty amazing kind of selection of of really small production burgundies in last week, and these Guillaume wines are part of it. There was a, a lot of other Les Oreilles. There's Marchand Toss. Uh, there's all kinds of interesting stuff in. And as you can see, a lot of bids on that wine. Yes. Um, yeah. And the other totally random, non-related example, there was a bottle of Theorem Sauvignon Blanc, <laughs> which started at 25 bucks and got bid up to 41, which was I thought was interesting. Their red wines are very, very expensive, but I guess, you know, for for Napa Sauvignon Blanc, it was uh 
looked like a deal, but then ended up getting <laughs> getting better. ended up being less of a deal. <laughs> yeah, it's actually not not from Napa either. It's Moon Mountain. Excuse me, it's from Sonoma. So anyway, but yeah, uh, on to some of the heavy hitters. Is that where you were gonna? Yeah, let's talk heavy hitters. We had a uh, two bottles of Screaming Eagle that sold 1997 Screaming Eagle Cabernet Sauvignon. They sold for 37.45 a bottle. So you know that's pretty solid for that's up there. Screaming Eagle. Yeah, that's up there. 1998 Domaine Romani Conti Echazo sold for 21.55, which I don't know if that seems like a low price, but it seems right in line with I think what we typically see Echazo uh, from DRC sell for. All right, let's take a look at the stuff from last week that sold that were some of our higher priced items. We had an 07 Domaine Romanet Batard Montrachet 6 liter that sold for 52, 59.20. So I, I know you in particular, Paul, you love your, you said you prefer your 07 Domaine Romanet Batard Montrachets from 6 liters, don't you? Like that's <laughs> the only way you drink them, you just put a spigot on them and exactly. you just tip them over and. So, um, 82 Petrus for 3210. Yeah, um, this, this is a bottle we mentioned last week, actually. We did. Yeah. We did so mention this last week. And didn't, didn't last, but I mean, didn't get multiple bids, but obviously went for reserve, which I think is kind of right where it's, you know, where it's going right now. 2013 100 acre fume for between six bottle lot ODBC went for 3030, which I think is uh, that's I mean, a lot. That's, That's a, a good amount for yeah. 100 acre. I mean, you're talking $500 a bottle, right? Right. right over $500 right. a bottle. 2013 Sloan Proprietary Red, six ball lot OWC went for, actually had two bids, started at 2520, went for 2720. We had a 2010 DRC Echazo, started, well, went for 2600. What are your thoughts on 2600, 2010 Echazo? I mean, is that priced right there? I mean, yeah. clearly somebody bought it. Right. I think it's, you know, that's, it's in line. It's, it's a high hammer, I think, in, in terms of historically, it hasn't been in auction for a few months. So that's, you know, it's good to see that it's, it's selling for more than it did last year. So it's not like it prices come down at all. It was pretty consistent throughout the years and then it's gone up substantially it was I don't know, 1750 back in beginning of 2021 and then got you know up to 2500 last year and then 2600 on Sunday so yeah I think that's in line uh, Sloan that you mentioned is kind of interesting that they got bid out that wine I think was a you know it seemed like it was a really big deal back in you know early 2000s when it came out so obviously we haven't seen a 13 in, in a little while it's a it's a now a 10 year old vintage and fantastic vintage in napa so that was fun to see uh let's see what do you make of the price differential between the 06 petrus that sold for 2460 had two bids actually bid up from 2360 2460 versus like the 82 petrus that sold for 3210 well I don't know. I mean, 82, you know, it's a legendary vintage in not just left bank Bordeaux, but right bank examples as well. But it's also not, it's no spring chicken anymore. <laughs> Some of these wines are, you know, they'll probably last a long time, but I think that maybe some of their value was a little bit pushed out you know, out of the stratosphere a while ago, and it's kind of come back to earth as it were. And 06, much, much younger vintage will probably slowly increase in price over the years. I'm not sure it's going to ever shoot up 
like the 82 did, but yeah, yeah it'll, it'll continue to hold its value, I think, for quite a while. Um, 2015, 100 acre, few and far between vineyard, Cabernet Sauvignon, six ball lot, OWC. This one sold for uh, 2430, you know, a little bit less than, uh, well, quite a bit less than the uh, yeah, 2013. 13th, yeah, I mean, it's probably score driven too, I would imagine. I think the 13 got. 100 points from Parker or whatever. Most likely. Yeah, it did. Speaking of 2013s from Napa, 2013 Paul Hobbs, Beckstoffer, Tokelon, Cabernet Sub. Yeah, that's surprising to me. That seemed really, really high. Again, I'm sure it's it's a scorer in wine. Yeah, Parker and Suckling, 100 points both. But still, that's a serious price for, for Paul Hobbs. I mean, those wines have been going up in price for a long time. And even the Appalachian release Cabernets, I think out the door retail now is like i don't know 150 or something dollars so for tokelon from 13 2130s what you're going to pay for a you know double 100 pointer that 87 done house that's probably my favorite bottle from last oh. week we talked about this five liter. Did uh, we mention it? I don't. I don't think we even got a chance to talk about California last week. But oh, you know what? It, we may not have mentioned it, but I had it on my list to mention. Be- I thought it was interesting because it was a five liter, and I feel like you don't see five liters as much as you're seeing one and a half, three, six, nine, like multiples of one and a half, basically, or seven fifty. So I thought that one was super interesting. Obviously, eighty seven is a great vintage out of Napa. Yeah, great producer, but. Cool party bottle, right? Oh yeah, I know. These are these are awesome. And and like it's got an etched back label and it's etched with Randy Dunn's signature and they're they're numbered and everything. So yeah, very cool packaging and and yeah, like you said, rare format and very collectible. That would be a fantastic bottle to bring to a to a big party. And I don't feel like I don't feel like 2000 is that crazy of a price no. for that. No. You know, not too bad at all. I mean, I'm sure you also noticed, like, this week was like a week of Petrus. There's a 75 Petrus, <laughs> yeah. 2188 Petrus that went for 2000, a 76 Petrus that went for 1800. Yeah, there was a lot of Petrus in last week. Somebody liked Petrus or didn't like Petrus because they got rid of all of it. <laughs> uh, uh, I mean, we usually, I mean, I don't know about you, but I feel like we don't see like this much Petrusse come into and like usually Petrusse trickles into auction. I feel like it's one or two bottles, but here it just seemed like you know it was like four or five, six bottles of Petrusse that that just flooded into the auction. I mean that for Petrusse, I feel like that's a bit of a flood, right? <laughs> you know? And then we had a uh, Tusk, yeah, nineteen uh, Tusk. I was going to mention this. We don't see it too often. Kind of a very sort of, I would say under marketed cult wine you just you just don't see a lot of buzz about it and i don't think these wines get rated all that i mean they do get rated they have scores i don't think the 19 actually has any scores if it does they weren't published yet but uh or at least not on the site but anyway it's it's got quite a following and it got multiple bids yeah and it well and it came OCC. That's original cardboard case. Uh, <laughs> Got it. Those of you who are familiar with the uh the nomenclature. And then we had a 2017 Emmanuel Rougeau, Von Romani, Crow. Rouget, uh, actually. Rouget. Not Rougeau, it's Rouget, a different producer. I was testing you and you passed. Congratulations. <laughs> this one 18 sold for 1800 And then I'll just mention 
that we had uh, uh, 2016 CineCanon uh, 9-11 Confession. Okay, I'm just I'm not going to say the whole thing, not because I can't pronounce it, but because I just don't want to wait. <laughs> Six bottle horizontal uh, OWC. This one, two bids took it from 1755. Actually, we had two of them to a little below 1855. We sold two. Oh, yeah. Was this the, did you say the 16? Yeah. Yeah, I did. See, yeah, I did see that. So that's been out, you know, that's been, let's say, out, you know, out of commission or out of release or whatever you want to call it. Circulation, I guess, would be the word for, <laughs> for quite a while, for at least a couple of years, three, four years. And yeah, that's actually it's it's interesting to see. Sinequino, you know, get multiple bids again. It's like I think there's been a lot of it recently in the secondary market. They obviously make more wine. They have the 11 confessions, which they don't call a state because I think they actually own the other vineyards that they use for their other labels. So, you know, there's just more wine and maybe less, less kind of, you know, sort of insane cult following after that wine than there, than there used to be. And there's just more around to go around. So it's, it's, it's always it's always kind of an interesting indicator to see, you know, something with a few years on it get get a couple of bids. So that's I mean, that's a good sign. You heard it here from Paul Walker. There's just a ton of Cinecanon to go around. We're just <laughs> flooded with Cinecanon. Anything else you wanted to mention before we wrap this up? Uh, and I think there's you know some other pretty fantastic wine. Sixteen Rumier Benmar. Uh, there's a bottle of that hammered at fifteen hundred dollars. with some O2 Jacques Salas. Uh, let's Your see. Your favorite? You love Jacques Salas. I know that. <laughs> well, that actually, did you see this one? It did get bid up from eight fifty to fifteen hundred. Yeah. So that that's pretty I mean, serious. It's an O two. I mean, O two. Yeah, yeah. Epic, you know, epic vintage. And it's um, disgorging two thousand twelve. So it's already been ten years. You know, since let's just say probably about 10 years since it was released on the market. So not an easy bottle to replace if you wanted to try today. 01 Reyes, 1350. It's always fun to see how crazy Reyes continues to sell for. You we talked it. about this. Huh? You gotta buy it now uh, for, you know, you gotta buy it now on wine, or you could have bought it now on WineBit, or you could have bought it at Cost Plus World Market. Uh, that's, that's right. 20 years ago. Uh, plus plus <laughs> Reyes, they had Fonsolet, they had stacks and stacks of the Fonsolet Syrah, I mean, for 40 bucks a bottle, but, you know, those days are gone. Let's see, Lazare, we talked about, there was some Gervais, Chambertin, Reniard, 19, looks like a couple of those hammered for, what, nearly 700 bucks a piece. They started at 480. A couple of people just got into a, a bidding war there. But still, really, really small production, very sought after wine. Uh, we talked about the other Lazare wine as well that got bid up pretty substantially, Pernam Vergeles, I think it is. And then let's see, yeah, uh, there were some other 07 Reyes as well at 1200. Let's see, a couple of bottles of Markson, 11 Montevertini Pergola Torte. That's always kind of fun because it, it gets bid up quite a bit, but it looks like sold for 230 a piece 
I don't see that every day. 90, Shav Hermitage, another one of those, hammered at 1150. I think there was one in a week or two ago. There were a bunch of, they've been, yeah. we've, we've had those trickling in and they've been selling pretty strong. Yeah, it's like not just current release stuff, but but yeah, something with a little bit of time on it. So the 90 is, is probably phenomenally good now. Uh, 59 Margot was in last week also for 1050 at Hammered. O2 Krug for what 525 i think yeah so just some really amazing amazing wines and always fun to review what's been in yes it is and with that folks we're going to wrap up our auction recap but we'll be coming at you later this week with our picks and some interesting discussions about stuff we're seeing coming at auction with you as always i am jeff gern and this has been paul walker and of course this has been finally hammered so have we wish you happy bidding and uh cheers Cheers.